if you're listening in real time, it's December now, which is very exciting because Christmas is just around the corner. And with Christmas comes a lot of celebrating, catching up with friends, hopefully some holiday time for you and your friends, drinking, eating. It's a bit of a challenging time if you're in the first trimester of your pregnancy. It's a very exciting time, but it can also be challenging, particularly if you're concerned about letting the secret out. So today's episode, we thought we'd um, have a bit of a fun one and share some tips and tricks with you about how you might be able to keep that little baby bump of yours a secret for a little bit longer through the festivities, whether that's through family functions, events with colleagues. Really, it's just some food for thought to get you get you through it. You're listening to the How to Mum 101 podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Karen. And I'm Felicity. I guess the first one is alcohol. Yeah, that's the big one. That's the biggest no-no when you're pregnant and it can also be the hardest one to hide, you know, especially if you're someone that's known to be one who enjoys a glass of wine or a beer every now and then. Yeah, it certainly is hard to suddenly stop and people start asking you questions about why that is and, of course, then they just jump to conclusions. So yeah. you've got to have it all planned out. So the, f- the first tip we've got for you is that you could be the designated driver. Uh, that's a, a really easy excuse when you're at any kind of function is to say that you You've got to drive home and so you're not having anything to drink and um, of course that wouldn't work if you are already at home but for most things I think that would be a good one. Absolutely definitely you don't want to be risking your license or your life so most people would um, would let that one go through. Another another one it's an oldie but a goodie is you could be on antibiotics or you could fake to have been on antibiotics so if you're really worried about people being cluey because they might know that you've been trying to conceive for a while or you've just got one of those pesky friends who you know, we'll always um, probe a little bit further. You might even start to build a bit of a case leading up to an event. So if you know that you've got drinks or a Christmas breakup with um, with friends and family, you might even start sort of adding a little bit of a story in the group chat around how you haven't been feeling well lately, that you've got bronchitis and that you're on antibiotics. And then that way, when you actually rock up on the day and say, hey, I can't drink, I'm just finishing my antibiotics, it's going to be a bit more believable. The next thing you could do is you could pretend to be hungover. So, of course, uh, we all know that when you've had a few the night before, it can be a bit make you a bit queasy to want to do that again the very next day. So that, that can be a good one to just say you had a big night the night before, whether that was at home or out with friends, and uh, today's just not the day for drinking. Yeah, I think that's a really good one. And actually, if you, if you are in that first trimester and suffering from morning sickness, you probably might look like you've had a big night. Anyway. Yeah, true. <laughs> you might even be vomiting if you're actually really unwell. <laughs> so that could actually work quite well. That's a good one. Um, another tip which actually has worked quite well for me in our early trimesters was actually just nursing a drink. So my husband and I actually had a wedding when I was only five weeks pregnant. We literally found out that day. So not only was I the designated driver, but um, obviously still you could still have one or two drinks, but I just was nursing drinks. So if someone offered me a drink, I would just say yes. And, you know, I would just hold it while I was chatting and mingling. And then you can usually just put it down as you move away from that group somewhere later. So sometimes it's actually easier to say yes and take the drink than actually say no and then have to get on the defence and and answer as to why you're not drinking. Yeah. The next one that we've got is to be the bartender or to make your own drinks. And this can apply if you're at home or, or out at a function at a friend's house. If you're making your own drinks, you could potentially, uh, you know, make yourself a gin and tonic without the gin or a <laughs> or a soda water that looks a bit like a wine spritzer or something like that. 
put it in a wine glass to get the effect. And uh, the other one you can do here is that if you are at an event that has a bartender, go up to him really early in the piece and say, listen, I'm not drinking, but I don't want anyone to know I'm not drinking. So can you help me out? And, um, you know, he could do a few mocktails for you. Okay, um, the next one is to bring your own drinks. So if you are in Australia summertime, it's usually pretty warm over Christmas, so you might be at a barbecue or at a function somewhere at someone's house. You might be outdoors. Bring your own esky, bring your own drinks. You could quite easily have a zero-alcohol beer. I know Coopers do a zero-alcohol zero alcohol beer. There's also, I think Maggie Beer does a sparkling wine, so you can sneak your own um, non-alcoholic version of your favourites. And then, you know, pour it into your own cup or have a stubby holder if you're drinking a non-alcoholic beer and no one's going to be any wiser. They won't even see what's underneath. So you can actually still look like you're drinking without drawing any attention to yourself. Yeah, good one. I feel like a lot of these are very deceptive. So if you're someone that's not very good at lying, you might have a bit of a, bit of a problem. I'm not very good at lying. <laughs> You'll just have to do your best. Uh, the next one we've got is to make a deal with a friend or your partner uh, who's who already knows that you're pregnant and get that person to basically drink your drinks or make your drink to help you hide the fact that you're not actually drinking any alcohol. You, you definitely need someone on your side in some of these events. Another really good one is if it is a function where there's no set, sort of set start time or a bit more relaxed, you might be able to just arrive a bit late because one of the things that always happens when you arrive at a function is the first thing people say is, hey, can I get you a drink? And you're kind of put on the spot straight away. So if you're one of the first ones there, it's going to be really awkward. So I would arrive late if you can without being rude, obviously, running late, car troubles, because then by the time you get there, people might be a bit more relaxed. The party might be already kind of happening and you can slip in a lot quicker. And if someone does straight away say to you, hey, let me get you a drink, you can say, that sounds great. Just let me go and say hello to everybody first. And you can kind of just start mingling without anybody even realising. So that's another really good um, good tip. Yeah. And the last one is that uh, you could just say that you have somewhere else to go later in the afternoon or you've already just come from somewhere and you've had a few already and you just need to pace yourself now. That's a good way to avoid a few extra drinks. (laughs) Perfect. Hey, that's a pretty good list for how to avoid alcohol, I think. And you're right, some of them are pretty deceptive. But that's part of the fun as well, I think. So if you do put any of these these to practice, please let us know. We'd love to hear how you go. Okay, so after alcohol, obviously food is another thing that you might be watching what you're eating while you're pregnant. Yeah, there's a few foods that... Uh, you might want to avoid while you're pregnant could be cold meats raw meats raw eggs things that haven't been refrigerated for a while soft cheeses or even unpasteurized fruit juice whatever it is that you're you're trying to avoid you could come into contact with these things in a party atmosphere or environment so good to have some tips and tricks to to make excuses again for not wanting to eat those things Absolutely. One of the first ones is if you are being offered something on like a platter, what you could say is, hey, I've, I've just got to go to the bathroom. I'll come back and grab one later. Or you could say, I've actually tried one of those just before or tried something off that plate. I'm just waiting for the next plate to come around. You know, there's lots of yummy food here. I just don't want to fill up um, too early. I'm saving myself for the main event. So there are polite ways of declining the food that's being offered to you. Yeah. Another one is if you, if it's a buffet type environment or there's food out, good idea to just get in there early and grab all the, the safe foods and get them on your plate as early as you can so that you've got a safe uh, sort of hoard of food that you can pick away at. And if you do, if, it, if it's a different type of setting and, and you do end up with foods on your plate that you're not comfortable eating, then um, just eat around it, eat the foods that 
are safe and and then just say you're full or give it shove it onto your partner's plate or something like that <laughs> <laughs> oh absolutely the poor partner cops it, don't they? finish my drink take my it's a team effort it has to be it has to be you're absolutely right another good tip is uh, again if you're at a sort of a group setting you can actually help serve the food so if you're at a friend's house you can offer to help them host go into the kitchen grab a platter of food and say let me help serve this to the guests it's a lot easier to avoid taking food from a plate if you're the one serving it so again it's a good way for you to um, be out of the firing line if you're actually helping to serve it another one there is uh, is to offer to bring something as well so before the event to let them know hey i'm going to make xyz and i'm going to bring that with me so bringing a plate of food that you know is safe for you to eat even if there is a whole heap of food there that you don't want to eat, at least you know that there's going to be what you have brought or contributed, which is safe, and you can just fill your own plate with the food that you yeah. brought. Uh, and the last one that we've got, similar to alcohol, you could just say that you've come from a really big breakfast or you've got a big dinner later on and you just want to you just want to peck at a few little light things and you don't really want to gorge yourself on all the, the camembert or whatever it might be. Yeah, that's probably what we had from a food and alcohol perspective and they're really the big ones, right? Like they're, they're the ones that are going to start sparking questions if you stop drinking and stop eating and you're normally the one that's devouring all the cheese and drinking all the champagne. Sounds like we're speaking from but, experience there. Like, <laughs> yes, maybe I am. Uh, you can't hibernate for the entire yep. time over Christmas. So it is it is a challenging time, but it's also, like we mentioned before, it is a really exciting time for you. So hopefully you can get away without feeling too deceptive. I think probably one of the only other things that I wanted to, to mention was just about your appearance, so choosing your outfit wisely. So it really comes down to how you're carrying, whether you're showing, um, showing it or not. Some people have that sort of early little bump. And if you're quite lean and you normally wear fitted clothes, it's going to be pretty easy for people to spot. Um, and also, you know, if you're if your boobs have decided to, to sprout early and you've got sort of more up the top, it's just something you want to be aware of, particularly if you've got a function that has a dress code and, you, you know, you're not going to fit into a dress that's in your wardrobe. Try and get ahead of the ahead of the curve there and prepare early. Go to the shops and find something that you feel comfortable in so that you're not tight and restricted and feeling like you're adjusting yourself the whole time because you want to be comfortable but you also don't want to feel like you're giving it away. So just think about what you're wearing, think about where you're going and what's going to be appropriate for the environment and that should also help to try and not give anything away. Yes, absolutely. Definitely don't want to be uncomfortable in those situations or self-conscious. And I think yeah. the last one is that really as a last resort, if if you think that you're not going to be able to lie to your friends about <laughs> avoiding alcohol and all that kind of thing, then you could just avoid going. And I guess at the moment with all the coronavirus going around, you know, that, that might be an excuse that you could use to just say, look, this year I'm just going to stay home or I'm just not up to it or I'm not feeling well uh, and just avoid the event altogether. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a really good excuse. So I hope that helps you with a few hints and tricks to get through the festive season, avoiding some of the foods and drinks that you don't want to be drinking while you're in your first trimester. It can be so exciting, but also tricky to enjoy that time. But at the same time, uh, do the right thing by your body and your baby. We wish you all the best. Good luck. Let us know if you think of anything, anything else that we can add to the list and uh, happy Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody.